0: Hi, this is Thomas Durkin, and you're listening to the Famous Cat Chronicle. This is episode 1.2. This is Thomas Dirk and welcome back to the Famous Cat Chronicle. This is episode 1.2. This one's going to be all about The Hush Drops, and when they recorded the Raspberries song Overnight Sensation for a compilation CD called Raspberries Preserved. I was first introduced to this CD by Mark Winkler from the band The Websters, who's another great, amazing Chicago band. They had given me a copy of it because they had recorded the Raspberries song I Reach for the Light, which is a great cover version. But their song is track three. Track four was Hush Drops doing Overnight Sensation, which originally appeared on the Raspberries album Starting Over. This song by Hush Drops just absolutely floored me and lit me on fire. It's one of those songs that's just absolutely perfect. I had a chance to talk to John San Juan of the band The Hush Drops. He explained to me how this came about. I have to tell you that my point of entry for getting to know who you guys are was you guys did the cover of Overnight Sensation for Raspberries Preserved, which to this day floors me. I mean, just, I don't know if it's the guy producing it was Matt Allison or Joe's Drumming or just every single thing on there was perfect. It was just my introduction to the song itself. I mean, it starts out with the uh, electric piano, starts slowly. And then just explodes into this amazing, echoey, amazing song. And, you know, the way I got into it was I was doing an article on the Webster's. And um, Mark said, hey, here's something else that we did that uh, you might want to listen to. And so I listened to their cover. And then the next track after theirs is Hush Drops doing Overnight Sensation. And it just floored me. I remember... One time, I but I'd never actually seen you guys as a band or anything. It was hard to find information. I thought you guys were defunct at that point that I discovered it. And then I remember once being at a bar watching, um, you know the band The Good? Um, I do not, no. Oh, great Chicago power pop band. But anyway, um, I was at one of their shows at Martyrs, and they said, or, or it was a Webster show at Martyrs, and they said, Tom, this is Matt Allison. And he'd had a couple, and I said, man i just gushed at him about this hush drops recording and i said the drum sound that you guys achieve on that is just phenomenal and he was taken aback because it's one of those obscure song. well in, in your greater catalog of hush drops it's one of these relatively obscure songs it was a, a cover of a raspberry song on a on a compilation cd that maybe people know maybe people don't know but for me, it was just a transcendent moment. It's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And um, I don't know how you feel personally. Oh, I, 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 that was a good – that was a lucky
1: day. Yeah, that was a good session. Yeah. Um, yeah, and right. Uh, I mean, I was – I think I was 24. Joe was 25. I mean, that was also just – there's something I – with mean, the energy of youth, you know, I think. Yeah. Um, and – yeah, we did it all in one session, and that's got our friend Jeremy Kerner, um, friend of ours from Peoria. He's on bass. The uh-huh. only thing we ever recorded with him. Um, and Joe and I sharing the lead vocal, Yeah, and then the backing vocals are me, Joe, Jeremy, Scott Leegan, and Kevin Jr. Oh, yeah. And Kevin Jr., because he was the whatever the recording studio Matt's that Matt Atlas, was working at, probably Windy City at the time. Oh, it was an Atlas. Vision okay. in Ashland. Okay. Um, that Kevin, cause I think they had a rehearsal space there as well or something. Kevin worked the door. Okay. So it was literally like, you know, going to the front office at 10 o'clock, like, Hey Kevin, can you come back and sing with us? <laughs> and so just all of us, you know, 10 minutes around a mic, you know, hit oh, record. Man. Yeah. Um, but was... that, No, that's a good one. I, I like that one, too. Well, I know it sounds funny But I'm not in it for the money, no I don't need no reputation And I'm not in it for the show. I just want to get out. See you not afraid
0: Just it's it still to this day floors me. I played it for someone this morning, and he was like, "Yeah, I can see how uh, somebody could fall in love with this song." So, for that, you know, from the bottom of my music-loving heart, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's the song that keeps paying uh, benefits to me. So, but so, what year did that one come out? And. That was recorded in early
1: 1994.
0: Okay, and, so around you know, the same time as "Lime Freeze No Face." Yeah. yeah, just
1: yeah, half a year earlier, I guess. Um, I mean, that's funny. Back then, at that age, half a year seems like a decade. You yeah. Know? Um, and just very transition going, going through so many transitions in young adulthood. Um, I don't think it came. I think it came out a couple years subsequent to that because i feel like it's one of those things where we recorded it and you know we knew we liked it and Mm -hmm. as a lot of times like these sort of very modestly funded tribute projects uh, you know the timeline gets really elastic at some point (laughs) uh, as it did with that
0: and you know as as a matter of whoever the organizer of the cd is scrapping up enough songs and funds to actually press it and release it Oh sure and, and then I cross remember, your fingers hope it reaches an audience.
1: <laughs> and I don't know how this came to be but the initial um the initial contact was some guy from Australia.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what he did or who he was but i Facebook friends with him. Um they, he's okay. he's from a label called Zero Hour Records and they I, I have a some of our other tribute CDs, but it's one of the things he does. It's like he'll he'll say to a bunch of bands, "Hey, we're trying to put this collection together," and um, I have a you know the band the records they did one on that one on Cheap Trick. Dwight oh, Twi- sure, that makes sense. Dwight yeah. Twilley, the Knack. So he's he's definitely got a power pop itch, the same way somebody like Bruce Broding from Not Lane Records, you know, and currently, oh, power pop heaven i forget his current project bruce i apologize um Um, okay so yeah
1: so right the zero hour the guy from australia had called me and i was like living living with my living with my aunt at the time but um remember him calling me a couple times and it was such a big deal to call someone from australia like (laughs) that this you know i was like i had no idea what time it was there um and uh But he'd mentioned, somehow he'd heard about the band and was interested in the Hush Drops and mentioned the project. And so we picked the song and then there was some subsequent conversation with him where he said, you know, there's a, actually, you know, there's a band called the Rubenews that really want to record that song. And I very dishonestly said, you know what? We just did the session. We just recorded it. Um, you <laughs> know. And we hadn't. Um, but I wasn't going to pick it. You know, I didn't want to get bumped, you know. Yeah. Um, so. Uh,
0: Is that how you say it? Rubino? Ru- say it again. Rubino's? I'm saying Rubino's. Um, I always but it Rubino's. Be, knows, but yeah, I, I could sure. be
1: very wrong about this. Um, it's one of those things I've only seen it in print. You no, know? yeah, me too. Yeah. It's like.
0: Because I, 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 I used to have one of their EPs. I don't know if I still do. It was produced by. Todd Rundgren, and uh, Roger Powell.
1: Right, uh, yeah. And you
0: know, it was one of these Alchemedia productions and um, it, it's a good production but it's only like an EP and, and but they have you know they're one of those power pop bands that bubble unders like the Cognoscenti says oh Rubino Ru, Rubino's Rubino's whatever. But sure. yeah, exactly, same thing.
1: No, they've I mean, no, I feel like our, our... Our pronunciation dysphoria um, may save <laughs> may speak multitudes to their stature. I don't yeah, know. exactly. I don't
0: know. And then now maybe we'll yeah. give them a little bit of press, and so they'll, they'll say they'll send the thing saying this is the way you're supposed to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. So if
1: I've been saying it wrong in my
0: likewise, and I yeah. apologize too. Uh- <laughs> to be fair, I did check with Jordan Oaks of Yellow Pills Magazine, and he confirmed that yes, it is supposed to be pronounced Rubenews. In fact, if you look on the band's website, which is dot scom they do have a pronunciation guide. It says, rhymes with two canoes. John, you were right. See, off, like, a <laughs> name like off-Broadway is so much easier to say, you know, or hush drops or... Oh, yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> I go through, the, I
1: went through something recently where I, I, and I still haven't really completed the test, but I, where I'm charged with naming something and Uh my thing is like oh god if this name has to come with any sort of qualifier or explanation it's it's already too clever or too uh (laughs) um really you just have to be able to see it and all right you know and and i suppose the whatever the running gag and uh that thing you do about the wonders yeah the oneiders Oneiders, right
0: there you have it folks that's john san juan who's going to be the next guest talking about The band Hush Drops, his band, which is still active and going, their brand new Bandcamp website where you can purchase a lot of songs, including the one you just heard, is at hushdrops.bandcamp.com. Stay tuned for more mini-episodes and for the upcoming episode with John San Juan talking about his band, Hush Drops. It's all coming here on the Famous Cat Chronicle. Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thank